Hello, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. Uh, my name is Aras. I'm your host. I'm a fellow industry colorist, educator for, I don't know, 20-something years. Um, I always say this podcast is a passion project of mine. And as we're kind of in the meat and potatoes of season three, um, I'm super excited because this season is a little bit different. I'm bringing on more guests because while... I feel like there's a lot that I have learned and I've shared and will continue to share. I've also met and been fortunate enough to connect with some incredible people in this industry. I remember when I was younger in the industry, I was very secluded, very to myself, very like I didn't fit in because I wasn't into the party scene and I wasn't like, I don't know, I just didn't fit in. So I absolutely like put myself in a little bubble away from the industry and I think as I've gotten more involved in education over the past decade and putting myself out there, I've just met some really fucking amazing people, especially in the last year. And when you meet amazing people and they touch my life and my heart and influence me, uh, why the hell would I not bring them on the podcast so that they can touch your heart and help you and influence you? So if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see that there is a beautiful girl um, who is also on the screen. Uh, today, if you're listening, um, I have Alyssa on here. Alyssa, I can't say your last name, so I'm just going to say Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa, I met for the first time three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it feels like forever. Really? I, have, I feel like I, I have known you forever, um, but we actually in this earth lifetime met for the first time uh, about a month ago. We were teaching together in Utah at the Balanced Stylist Society Retreat, and uh, I think, Alyssa, you were one of the first people where I was just like, wow, I you and Sarai, I've never felt such an instant connection like I know you. I don't know you, but I know you, right? Mm-hmm. Like that weekend, I, I'm like, I, I never knew I needed a sister. I never knew I wanted a sister and God gave me a sister. Like now I have a sister. Um, I'm, and- so, I'm so, th- I was like, uh, I kind of knew like on the way there, I was like, I know that I'm just going to love her. And I had to like calm myself down. I was like, keep you know when you're driving and you can't pay attention because your brain's everywhere that's terrible <laughs> to admit but it happens <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about is she and then when i met you i was like why do i feel comfortable what the hell this is so cool it's so freaking cool like i am 37 years old and i have never experienced this type of connection with people before like they said it's you it's sarai uh, Rebecca, and these are all the people that I've brought up on the podcast. Cause I'm like, you guys are like as woo woo as this shit sounds like legit. It feels like soul family because it's yeah. so familiar. It's so comfortable. There's no force. There's no, it's literally nothing but fucking love. And like, I am thrilled because I, I didn't experience this not only in my personal life, but in the industry, I never met other colorists or stylists or educators where I was like, dude, I'm down for you. You're down for me. Like it's a mutually, I water you, you water me. I never experienced that. So if you're listening and you've never experienced it, I'm just here to tell you, it's so fucking cool. Like it is so heart, soul filling. I don't know. I know it sounds woo-woo, but I'm floating on cloud nine with these amazing people that I've met. And so I wanted to bring them on the podcast, introduce you who is listening in case you don't know who any of these people are, um, introduce you to some of the most beautiful people I've ever met internally and externally. So like I said, I have Alyssa on here um, on Instagram. She is not your average mafia girl. And uh, I met her through essentially on Instagram through Magix, through Nikki. And Nikki's one of those people too that I was like, dang, dude, I, 
and I still haven't met I, I know I know when I meet Nikki in person it's gonna be like an instant I love you you know I already love her as she is but we haven't actually met which is wild because I feel like I've known her forever and essentially I met her three years ago on Instagram so anywho uh I got not your average mafia girl on here if you guys have seen her Instagram she's incredibly talented and I think one of the things I love most about you is you are the epitome and like literally what I would define as giver like you are a giver you give motivation you give love you give tacos you give all the Mexican <laughs> food in Utah you get you're just like so um I don't know you're considerate and you're giving and I love watching your reels because she will say little nuggets of just like wisdom and it's a quick little pop and it's like oh, I needed that slap in the face or wow I needed that little bit of motivation um so I know for myself I appreciate uh our friendship and I obviously love you in person and in Instagram so for those that you don't know you the floor is yours baby girl all right. So let me tell you that not your average mafia girl is truly that I grew up in a real small town and yeah. everyone thought because I was, um, not blonde haired, I had black hair and olive skin and a family that's dripping in gold jewelry and fancy cars. And as much as I wanted to hide behind that and not be seen, it was like, Oh, so you're in the mafia, you're in the mafia. And I thought I do am 37 years old. I'm going to get out of that. I'm going to get out of that and hide who I am my entire life wrong wrong it's where the motivation comes from because I was that person okay and then I was teaching a, a Muay Thai class and a woman who is five years older than me sticks out and says hey aren't you in the mafia and I couldn't find an Instagram name I was like stylist Liz hair by Alyssa and I was like these are one of them was like creative something I paid somebody to give me an Instagram name and it was like creative hair I hated them all and I was like it's not your average mafia girl thank you for that so everything I do I have now from a from a silly name been able to embrace who I am look we're hairstylists we wear black a lot okay you either are one extreme or the other you come as you are or you live in black we got we, <laughs> we got two choices my whole closet is but yeah absolutely. Uh-huh. like which version of black will I wear today um the pastel version and I really I knew from beauty school that I wanted to be so much more than just a hairstylist. And if you've ever heard me speak, it's always about, this is my platform, but what is my purpose? Mm. And I thought my purpose was to help people feel beautiful in their hair, which it is definitely. But another one is to tell other people, if I can do it, you can do it. And you're so good at that. Like, and it's not like, oh my God, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, no, you're not. it comes from your heart. Like you don't even have to try it's your character to really care for other people and like show them like you have shifted and you got everybody who listens here. You guys know how much I love a good perspective shift. Like you shift my perspective without even trying. You encourage and motivate and not the fucking rah, rah, you can do it. Like it's from your heart. And I know why now, like, cause you did it. <laughs> you did I had it. To, right. Like we could, I remember I got to bring up Nikki a minute. I sat on the, I sat on the porch with her listening to miss, Nikki Wildflower, tell me how she's made it in her life. And I was like, well, um, I, you know, my parents didn't want me to go to beauty school. And she was like, yeah, so that's everyone's story. Yeah. And I was like, it is? I'm no different. We're all real people. Why oh, did yeah. I have to do that? Alyssa, my, I don't think I've shared this with you. So I went to beauty school. I was 15. I was still in high school. 
And the reason I did it is because I didn't want to go to high school. I didn't give a fuck about doing hair, you guys. I've shared this before. Maybe makeup, but like it was a way out. It was a way out. I could leave at noon, sign me up. Like I hate, I went from, I went to like a little tiny Armenian school to this huge high school. I was like, get me out. And I remember when I signed up for it, it was 500 bucks, whatever. I told my dad about it and no joke. And I think you can relate because you're Greek, right? Yeah. You're Greek, I'm Armenian. There's a whole, there's a whole mindset there. My dad and my grandpa sat me down and was just like, this is not a career. Hairdressing is for people who are stupid. You are not going to make any money. You're too smart for this. You should be a lawyer. Don't bank on this. You can go while you're in high school, but once you graduate high school, you're going to go to medical school or law school or all of the shit that Armenian fathers want for their daughters. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't like, I didn't even want to do hair, but now you're telling me I can't fucking watch me. Yeah. Well, so yeah, they didn't want me to, my dad's like, it's a hobby. It's just for funsies. And the first year that I made a hundred thousand dollars, I showed him my tax return. I was like, hobby, what motherfucker? Like I was so like angry because like, how are you gonna tell me I can't watch me, watch me, watch me. So just, yeah, it's, and it's everybody's. So I didn't know that. I really was like, so I went to business college. I was bored out of my mind. Um, I make, I make some really great choices when I'm bored for sure. Um, and I was just like, well, I'll just like be with my boyfriend and go to night school. And I got this crazy job as a human resource manager for Cutco knives, right? Like the, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the knives. And I made so much money that I was like, falling, <laughs> falling. Probably like 300 a week, right? But I was pumped. So then I was like, why can't I go to beauty school? Well, my parents were like, we're not going to pay for your schooling. You need to be a teacher. Um, yeah, look at the I love, them dearly. I love them dearly. And they did, they do the best they can with me all the time. I, I'm wild, right? Anybody who's in this industry is creative. And coming out of the m- mouth of Sarai, she told me, we're psycho. It is what it is. Like we're just a different breed. And I have so a friend who only based hairdressers. And he's like, Y'all are and and we're friends. Like there's nothing yeah. like he's like, Y'all are fucking crazy and I love it. I was like, every one of us, there is a some a something loose to get in and be in for as long as we are. Yeah. Something's up. So then you're like wait, I'm building an empire. Like it'll accidentally fall in your lap. And if you don't handle it right, that's where things go. So, so I, I see myself years ago from whatever trash I had to dig myself. That's for another time. And I didn't know what I wanted, except for that. I had to be the go-to in my town. And I had to show my son how to be happy in whatever you did, because I saw I saw a lot of people in my chair that hated their lives, that hated it. And I never wanted my my kid, I only have one, to feel like he couldn't be loved in every step of his life. And the only way, yeah, and the only way I could compartmentalize it was like, then I got to show him that I chose his career because I love it. And if this is my platform, what the hell is my purpose? So I did that thing we all do in the shower of like, if this isn't for me, remove it, right? And then- (laughs) in your face so yeah you're laughing because you know it gets slapped in the face and how many of you are listening know that if you are asking if it is not for you that's your friggin' answer (laughs) well not only that but then yeah you're asking because you know it's not for you but if you're asking don't be surprised when universe delivers rapidly i share this another another, uh, uh completely unrelated but it was in april where i had a moment with universe come to jesus like I'm ready. Take what is not for me. Bring in what is. And y'all, 40 yes. hours later, my whole fucking world fell apart. 
literally. And I was like, holy shit. So yeah, it's, you ask for it, it's going to happen. So what happened in the shower? So you asked. So you asked, you're like, Hey, if this isn't for me, remove it. And I knew past life scenarios. Um, I was married to somebody who I thought was wonderful and turns out he was a drug addict and my whole life went to shattered, but I knew I wasn't going to come out angry because these children, not just mine of the world are looking up to you for strength. So how do you build a successful business where you foster strength? That was my one thing. And I was like, I don't freaking know because all you have to do is cry yourself to sleep and eat raw cookie dough on the floor. No, like I have to tell my clients, you can do it. I have to tell myself I can do it. And we're all projecting, right? So when you tell your clients, like, what are you making for dinner? Well, I love chicken. They know you, they love chicken too. Like (laughs) you start to realize that you're talking to your damn self all the time. So change your verbiage. Like I, the way I see it is I, I, one of the girls I did a podcast, I don't know if it was Soraya or Rebecca, or maybe it was a conversation. I don't know, but everyone is a mirror in our life. Literally everyone is a mirror. So whatever you see in somebody that you love lives in you, whatever you see in somebody that you don't like lives in you. When you're telling somebody you are beautiful as you are, you're telling yourself that like every we're projecting and everybody's a fucking mirror. I know that's fucking woo woo, but like, it makes sense in my head. Does it make sense to you? Yes. And in this industry, anybody who is of idol to all of us. Okay. One thing I had to learn when I first saw Sarai was that she was a real person. I idolized her. I still do. So I love that woman something fierce. I love me a good Sarai. Ooh. And I Ooh. was like nervous, shaking, crying. I was so unhealed. And she healed parts of me I didn't even know just by being her vulnerable self. So you take that and you think, how do I do that for somebody else? I paint forward. Because you, you have to, if I was to tell you I had a successful business because I was an asshole. Like, that's not true. <laughs> you you're know, not a successful business. If you're an asshole, it will crash and burn. It does. And I learned firsthand throughout the last two years, the type of people I'm so thankful to be here, the type of people I want in my life, because I want friendship. I want honesty. I never had a sister. I'm honored to have, like, these are things that you finally put your efforts in that you'll, that matter. Like you're not going to get burned. This is real. Like, I don't want to say you've made it, but like you're at this healed version of yourself. And what I wanted to say business building wise, because the whole reason we start is because I'm so blessed to have many successful businesses, but it all comes from being a real person. You cannot live in who you used to be like, sorry, I'm going to cuss. I try not to, but that bitch died. She died a lot and she's laying on the floor and this one is different. And who I am now is micro changing. So when I tell you platform and purpose, what the hell is your purpose? You have to find it. You have to find it. And if you're searching in motivational speeches, if you're reading books, if you're talking to your friends, you're on the right path. If you're listening to the podcast, you're on the right path. Like it's there for you. And once you tap into that, And I think this is the magic because for a long time I was like, oh, doing hair is my purpose. Like it is 100% my purpose. No, because that's big picture. That's my platform. As you so beautifully put it, that's my platform. What is my purpose within and within this industry? And I ended up, you know, finding mine, my purpose, my passion is in, in education and sharing what I've learned. Um, 
But if you're listening to this, it's and, and you've said my, you know, hair is my purpose. I encourage you to dig a little deeper. That's the first layer, right? You're closer than a lot of people. There's a lot of people who don't even know what their purpose is. So at least like you're in the arena, but dig a little bit more because when you get to understanding, and this is just my experience, when you get that purpose revealed or you dig it out or you find it or it comes to you, that's when rapid change happens. Rapid, rapid. It's not years and years and years. Like something clicks and then like me and Alyssa were talking before I started recording and she's like, whose life is this? She said those I say that all the time. It's so cool. I've said for the last six months, what is my life right now? What is my life? And while personally shit's crazy, there's so much where I'm just like, who, who's like, what is my life? Like in the best way possible. How did I get here? I feel like I jumped timelines into a portal somehow, some way, because 10 years ago, I would never, ever, ever, ever imagine being here. Not to say I've made it, but just being here with the platform, with the voice, with the community, with the sisterhood, with the soul family, with the love, like, but it happens when you unlock what your purpose is and you stand in that. And like Alyssa was saying is to be real, right? I There was a video I posted today on authenticity and they were measuring the frequency. Like there's this chamber and I'm going to butcher it. And sorry, this is so off tangent, but y'all might have been coming through recently. Um, there's this chamber and I don't know what it's called, but there's no Wi-Fi that can go in the chamber. There's no 5G, there's nothing. So they put subjects in that chamber and they measure the frequency of thought or of whatever. And so they measure the frequency of love. They measure the frequency of gratitude. And those are some of the highest frequencies that we can put out into this world when you operate from love, when you operate from gratitude, right? And then they tested and 400 times more potent then love and gratitude was authenticity. That authenticity, when you operate out of authenticity, which is what you feel and what you speak and how you are is your truth, right? You're not hiding, you're not pretending that it is 400 times more potent in vibrational frequency than love. That blew my mind. It well, because we spent our whole life searching for love like the songs in all the wrong places. It has nothing to do with that. It's within, it's within, first of all, when we're talking about love, but the the power of authenticity. And so I think if you've been a regular uh, Comey, Comey Education podcast listener, Comey, you'll see this, a Comey, right? My homies, you're all my Comeys. There's a <laughs> shift in, in this season. And some of you are probably not going to be here for it. And I understand that. Um, I shared with this earlier in one of the other podcasts, I share based on what's my learnings. That's my purpose, right? To inspire and empower this industry through my learnings, whether it's science, chemistry, technique, spiritual self, whatever. And so this season is a little bit more because I'm going through it. I'm learning and I'm sharing. So if you're listening and you're not into this season, I still love you. And I am so grateful for you. But some of you really do need to hear this. And it's resonating and like, I'm, I feel you, I hear you, I see you. Um, so stand in that authenticity of what feels right for you, because when you put that out, it's rapidly going to come back. That frequency is just like, and then you will be sitting here too. Like, what the fuck is my life? What? Did we not switch from fuck my life to 
what the fuck is my life? Like, this is so... For years, I used to say, fuck my life, dude. Like, this is too much. I'm working my ass off. I'm momming. I'm wifing. I'm businessing. I'm cook. I'm doing, like, fuck this. This is not the existence that I want. And then something happened. A choice was made internally. And now, like, who I'm surrounded with, what my life is, is literally not fuck my life. No, what the fuck is my life? And, like, the most beautiful way possible. So I know I can speak for Alyssa, too. That's what I want for you, whatever that looks like, whoever's listening. I want that for you because there's no greater feeling so far that I've experienced in my life um, than being right here. So, anywho, you were saying something and I totally cut you off because I keep going on tangents. I've had a lot of coffee and <laughs> dude, I had so much coffee yesterday, I felt drunk. I was like, what? I don't even drink. I'm like, something's not right. Yeah, it's because you're high on life, Alyssa. Okay, cool, but like, can we calm down the nausea? Like, <laughs> that's the caffeine. That's the caffeine. You're like, I feel sick to my stomach. Um. So, anywho, so a little bit about. So, how long have you been doing in hair in the industry? How long have you? Been I have been doing hair. I think 17 years now. Um, I stopped counting by like year seven, right? So when my clients asked me and I didn't care to answer anymore, actually they quit asking. Somehow you make it to the season side where they don't ask you that anymore. Yeah, nobody asked me anymore. Uh, and uh. I think I've been doing it 17 years. I have been an extension specialist for 15. I knew straight out the gate that I wanted to do extensions because I want, I actually went to beauty school to be a makeup artist. I was going to do showgirl makeup. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know in California. I don't know what it's like everywhere else. And maybe this is naive. I thought I was young and dumb. I was 15. I thought that I needed to be a cosmetologist to be a makeup artist. You did have to then. Not for, not in California. Oh, I did in Colorado. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, let me tell you, I did like one back facial and I was like, uh, no. Fuck that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then the waxing. Bleh. Yeah. Get your crusty self up out of here. Nope. No. And I was a brat in beauty school. I was like, why do I have to fix everything? I don't even, and the lady, I'll never forget her. Her name was Bobby. She was a platform artist in her day. She was shaking. She was old as powder. And she was like, you need to be thankful that you can fix this. And I was like, oh, that's a perspective shift. Wow. So be kind and help people. All right, you got it. And yeah. I came out of beauty school. I went straight to booth running because I was ready to take over the world. Right. And I was poor <laughs> for sure. And I would go in and sit in the chair and I would answer every phone call and I would clean the salon. And the woman I worked with, taught me so much. Her personalities did not align, but she was a great teacher. Um, and I grew from that. And so then from salons onto there, I went to a second one. I never wanted to be a salon hopper because again, small town, right? So I asked the beauty supply I, gal. I was like, Hey, what salons are hiring? So she told me about one. I did the right thing by giving two week notice. I would never in my life do that again. It's a horrible idea. So I went to the new salon and I felt like I could finally be a butterfly. I wasn't in this cocoon anymore. I could talk about extensions. I could do all the things. And I did tape-ins, even though I hated them. And I did everything I could. Fast forward, COVID, worked out of my house. Came to this beautiful salon space I now am in now. And it was this 2,500 square foot long hallway where I was going to work by myself because I was broken and I didn't want to be surrounded by people. That's one of the reasons I've never wanted to be a salon owner. I say I, I can't manage people. I don't want to be responsible for people. But honestly, I just don't. 
It's me and my client. I'm good. I'm happy because I never had that kind of connection with people. I didn't have those kinds of friendships growing up. I didn't have that sisterhood. Like that didn't come until my late thirties, like the last two, three years, guys. Otherwise I was, yeah, babe. I was very just, it's the odd show. I mean, I would educate, but it was just me and my client. Like I don't have connections. I was also married. So it was like my momming and wifing for 20 years. Like so it was very, I was in that bubble and now I'm just like, oh my God, there's a whole world of beautiful people that I want to connect with. So tell me about your 2,500 square foot hallway that you were going to work in by yourself. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll make half of it a store. Well, I looked at so many places. If any of you have ever bought a house, you know, by like the third one, you're over it. None of them work and you could care less if you're shoulder shrugging, like this one will work, I guess. So I came in here and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's on main street. I always kind of wanted to be on main street, I guess. Um, but despite popular belief, I don't like people to look at me. So they were going to look at me. So I had this whole battle about that. Opened it up. I now have six employees. Like this thing is thriving. Where I was going with the story is I always wanted to be a butterfly. And you talk about signs. They're present in every day of your life. I have a friend who was a fellow single mom at the time. You know that friend that you help move. She's the one you do the things for. We did things for each other. Yeah. And because I am such a giver, she was like, can I please paint a mural for you? And I was like, sure, I have this wall I don't really know what to do with. Can you do like a butterfly or something? Not realizing the butterfly was me. I got so, from my head to my toes right now. The butterfly is on fire, actually, in this drawing. And she came in and did it in two days. Uh, my salon name is Rain, wearing her Rain sweatshirt. And I've never seen anything like that. It was yeah. the, the sweetest gift that somebody could give me was an image of myself that I had no idea. And you're on fire right yeah. now. It's wild. It's wild. And I built the salon and I had to do all these things, but I wasn't fulfilled. Not even close to fulfilled. I was still searching, struggling, um, trying to be a leader. I had no idea. I've never really had to lead other than myself and my kid. But even then, I, I'm better at being his friend. You know what I mean? There's all that stuff. And I sit in these chairs today like amazing that we're given this gift every day but who the fuck are we gonna be uh, <laughs> and on halloween i know you've heard me say this but i had this is the second year i've had somebody dress up as me and That's when you're like that was the fucking cutest thing oh my god i could keep her in my paw i love her so i have loved she's my nail tech's granddaughter and my nail packs heck has been my friend since beauty school we're very close and this baby girl she just gets me she's hilarious when she was little she just had that little tummy hanging out you know you just can't those ones those little squishers and she's like I'm so lucky to have a bonus Gigi like you and I'm like I'm a bonus Gigi like this is so cool so it culturally you'll daughter, get the- I know exactly what you mean I have a bonus yeah. daughter and she's like I want to be just like you I'm like you don't but you do actually yeah <laughs> are you sure yeah. <laughs> do you Take like that oh so my dad used to always say, everything you do is for the kids. It's for the next culture. And I was like, whatever, like your world's great and stunned, right? And because I was a moody teenager, um, I'm lucky to have amazing people in my life. But I look at these kids and I'm like, who are we for them? How do we build an empire that they can thrive in too? So if what I want to say, kind of unrelated, but related, but is if you're here in this industry to simply have a job, get out out get out and that is 
from the biggest place of love. Yes. Go do what you love. And it's not that I don't want you in this industry, but if you're here just for the money and there's no passion, there's no excitement, there's no anything. Because listen, hairdressers, wherever you're at, there's no ceiling. There's no income cap. I know hairdressers who make $50,000 a year. I know hairdressers who are millionaires. Okay. But there's got to be the passion and the purpose behind it. Go do what you love. And if you like hair and you don't love it, find a way to love it. And I'm telling you, the money you'll make will fucking quadruple. Yeah. It'll quadruple and you will attract opportunities and people in abundance. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is my life? It's possible for you. It's possible. Staying outside of, look, you have your rules and regulations of whatever state you're in or wherever you're at. But what you don't have to do is limit yourself. Like you want to create something, create it. You want to do something, do it. Start small, start for free. I don't care. Just like start. just do it for you. And then your coworkers or team is going to be like, I want to do that too. They want to go with you. Luckily, what we've seen, I mean, what we saw in Utah, what we've seen in the last, I'm going to say two years is everybody wants you to stand with them. They don't want you to be in front or behind them. Everybody wants to be together. We're doing breath work together. We're sitting together. We're crying together. We're laughing together. We're ordering all the Mexican food together. We're analyzing whatever we analyze together. Together. We're done being hateful people. Like it's yeah, just not. That, that part of the industry, that era of the industry, while there are still a few people who are operating in that, overall, it's that's out. That shit is dead. And it is literally all about linking arms, connecting with the people who resonate with you, following your purpose, standing in your authenticity and balling out and being happy. So like, it's all possible. So if you're in the position where you're in burnout or you're not loving it, or you're just kind of like, eh, right. It's time to kind of dig a little and reassess what your priorities are, what your passion is, what's your purpose, all of that. And then build from there. Right. Um, it's all, it's, it's all, uh, possible. And it doesn't matter where you live, small town, big town, city, country, mountainside, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, or all of the other potentials, doesn't matter how much money you make, how many followers you have. It doesn't matter. It's you. It's you. Because there are people who have hundreds of thousands of followers who are not happy. And there's people who have 500 followers and they're thriving. So it's you. It's you. Um, we I want to talk. We did. But I want to talk about add-ons because it's going to click here. So if, yeah. if you're burnt out or you're feeling stagnant or it's holiday season because it is and you're trying to figure out how to bring in more income but you don't really know how because you could give a shit less but you know you need more and you're doing this teeter-totter you create an add-on menu that brings joy in your life okay you don't have to say do you want some highlights as your add-on you can say would you like some winter bling Name that shit, whatever you want to name that shit. Create a menu that re represents your personality. Create a brand that represents. You are allowed to change who you are at any moment. There are no rules. No. So bring some joy back into that. And once you start creating add-ons that you like, you're now not fast-fooding your clients. Because how many of you out there am I speaking to when I tell you you're offering them a number one, which would be a Big Mac or a number two, that's chicken nuggets, right? So you're a level five 
with a few highlights. And you, my friend, are a level eight ash with a little bit of a toner. And that's all I do all day long, right? You have got to bring joy back into their appointments as well. Create an experience so loud that it far exceeds the time in your chair. That's how you get to the next level behind your chair. And then side team, you build up so much revenue. You can too start the side business of your dream. You can. So we were talking about it before this podcast started and it's like, how can you increase your revenue without raising your prices? Okay. I know we went off on a whole lot of tangents um, in the beginning, but this is just where I'm at in my life. We are squirrels and we're just ADD. Coming back to the point here of how to increase your revenue without raising your prices. How many of you have anxiety around having that conversation of raising your prices? And you go on social, you go on Instagram, you go on YouTube, you go on Pinterest, and you have 7,000 people with 18,000 ideas. Some people are like, do it in October. Don't tell them so they're forced to pay you. Some people are like, put a sign on your chair so you tell them it's coming. Other people like, don't say shit. Do it whenever you feel like it. Other people are like, you should do it when you don't have any more space. There's all kinds of ways, right? I'm not here to tell you raise your prices, don't raise your prices, how to raise your prices. Here's what I'm here to tell you by what I see. And this is my perspective, my perspective, my perception, my understanding from what I see. Economic climate right now across the whole country is uh, sticky, okay? It's not, and I've said this before, it's not 07, 08 recession where people are like Grouponing and clipping coupons and shit. It's not that, Right. But what I see happening is people are a little tighter with where they're spending their money, how often they're spending their money, and where they're spending it and what the exchange of value is, right? Like, I think five, 10 years ago, people, when we weren't in recession, right, people were spending money left and right, no big deal. Right now, people are questioning it, like, is this worth it? Is it worth it for me to go get my hair done every four weeks or six weeks or eight, like, So they're just a little tight with where they're spending their money. They're still spending it though. But with that being said, I could understand that there might be anxiety around having a conversation while it's a valid conversation. Inflation is real. I just did a grocery order on Instacart, guys, $378. It's just me and my son. That's wild. That's for like not even a week's worth of, I mean, I cook a lot, but almost $400. So it's, it's real, right? There's everything is more expensive and we should raise our prices. But if you have anxiety around having that conversation, I'm not going to shame you for it. It's real. I've been there. I'm still there sometimes. What I want to offer and what Alyssa wants to offer is how can you still increase your revenue, your bottom line, your income, your money without having to raise your prices? You don't have to have that uncomfortable conversation like, hey, Susie, you know, um, things are, everything's more expensive and 10% inflation and blah, blah, I have to raise my, and then potential of them leaving. So maybe you don't have to have that conversation. This is just a perspective, guys. Don't take it and run with it. And don't tell me I'm an asshole for saying it. It's just something to consider. What if you could increase your revenue without raising your prices? Alyssa has done that masterfully by add-ons. Right. So what are things that you can do as add ons? What are things that you can do behind the chair? Like some the reason I love Nikki Wildflower, the reason we love Nikki Wildflower, the reason we love Magic's 10, right? You're you're basically creating this these looks 
in half the time, right? Techniques in half the time, processing in half the time. So what would normally take three hours is taking you an hour and a half and you're charging the same. So you've now doubled your income without raising your prices. Does that, I hope this is clicking for you. Like if you have a client that comes in for a partial highlight and a color, she's there for three hours and you charge her $300. I'm not saying that this is hypotheticals, right? She's there for three hours, you charge her $300. You find a way to do that in half the time, right? An hour and a half. And then you do some add-ons, you do an extension add-on that maybe is gonna take 20 minutes. Alyssa's gonna talk about that in a second. And now that three hour, $300 service is down to an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes and $300 for the color. And then another, I don't know, $1,000 for the extensions. And you just like fucking 17 X your income. So what I'm saying is you can actually make more money without having to raise your prices by being smart. What can you do? Efficiency techniques, using color that processes quicker, finding ways to do things faster and more efficiently. And then, um, Oh, I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. It's gone. It's gone. But yes, it is possible. So Alyssa, I want you to talk on that with, okay. with so you have add-ons and then we'll talk about your extension. So you have to take that limiting belief of that your clients won't this, that, or this. Only your clients will this, that, or this. Stop saying your clients. They are guests in your chair. I say clients still too. I'm working on it. They are guests and it's an honor to be with you just as is it for you to be with them. If you have built your business, you have built it on personal relationships. Okay. Regardless of if you believe they're your friend or not, that's a whole nother ball game. Okay. They are your friend for that moment. You relate to them. You're vulnerable. You're real. You're not crying vulnerable, but you're saying, okay, I can't. I've had lots of tears with my clients. Me too. Um, <laughs> become your people. And they're there because part of them resonates with you. So when you're talking about an add-on, you look within and you think, what would I like? Okay. What would I like? You expand your knowledge. It costs money to make money. Mm -hmm. So you dive deeper into color education. You dive deeper into time-saving techniques. Like that's a freaking game changer. I don't care who you are. And I love each one of my clients. But after you've sat in my chair for three hours, I'm done. 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 I have left to say I do not care I'm fried We've I don't really talked about A to Z I've you've told me about all your traumas I know about your ex-husband I know about your children like I'm done and your dying okay. cat yeah like, I'm super sorry but I'm fried so you you efficiency is a money maker all in its own luxury, story. luxury clients do not have time if your ideal client is a version say, say of that again, say that again, luxury clients, go ahead. I'm recording luxury that. clients do not have the gift of time. They're busy. They're busy. They're on a mission. If your client, if your ideal client is a mom, if your ideal client is someone who has a good job because they're paying higher end for your services, your ideal client is a version of you, right? When was the last time you had time to go sit for five hours and get your hair done? Oh, no. You're doing no. your own right? Yep. How many of you are doing your own hair? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So stop. Becca's going to do my hair next week for like five years. I haven't had my hair colored by somebody else. Yay. All right, go on. But how much time did you allot for that? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I literally booked out, we had to book it out and I'm like, can we do it in, in an hour? And she's like, no. So I'm probably going <laughs> to do it for five hours. And it's like, but I'm with Rebecca. So I'm just like, it's fine. Yeah. We're, so well, you'll be doing way more than working. Exactly. 
uh, or than getting your hair done. I mean, so look, what I would give for five hours with Rebecca. So whatever. <laughs> I was like, how can I pay you hourly? How do we? Do- <laughs> We're talking about uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, so, me, we love you. The thing is, uh, I do love Rebecca. She talked to me in the airport, and ah, uh, she she too changed my life. So. She said to me, I want you to tackle one thing at a time. I don't care how long that one thing lasts for. You look at it as one at a time, one at a time. She had no idea what I was doing or what I was about to do or who I am, which I'll get into. She She didn't know, but she knew, you know. I was like, (laughs) Rebecca Taylor's looking at me. Um, Whatever. Uh, So you want to be efficient. You want to create the business of your dreams. But you're stuck in this, my clients, my clients, my clients. Well, you don't own them, first of all. And I don't care who you are. When you see them in the grocery store, because chances are you live in their community and they're not sitting in your chair, you better have the goal to say, it's good to see you. Yeah. You give your don't best. Be a dick. Don't be a dick. Give your best. And if you didn't, apologize. What did we learn? Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, po- 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 what was it? Pono Pono? Pono Pono. Pona Pona, something like that. That shit had me in tears. I like Hopa Hopa. That was a good one too. <laughs> it's a great, it's a Greek in you. <laughs> Hopa. So, um, I lost my train of thought here. So efficiency. Let me touch on efficiency. So I told you I love extensions. I told you I love efficiency. I told you I love all these beautiful women in this industry. And Nikki Wildflower and I have some similar fierce brains. And Slice Strands is what we have just created. It is seven minutes a row extension. Seven minutes a row. And don't come at me with it's going to compromise the hair. It's not. It is out. There's been research. We're here to show you how to do it in multi ways. Nobody is here to cap your brain. So don't cap other people's. Come in without limiting beliefs. Come in kind. That's how you make a difference. Slice Trans is a mother freaking game changer. Because well, look, I still understand. You guys years. understand. Like, I'm going to say it again in case you didn't hear Alyssa. Seven minutes per row. S-E-V-E-N. Seven minutes. Not 70. 70. Send us, fuck. Seven minutes per row. Seven, two and a half, three rows per, per head? Two. So Nikki timed me. I did hers in 13 minutes, okay? And you're talking full color transformations, extensions in three hours, you guys. That is a $2,800 ticket. That's almost $1,000 an hour. Who doesn't want that? I do. Right? Fuck yeah. And even if you don't want to charge those prices, let's just, let's, Cater to the people yeah. who are scared of that, right? Yes. What would you charge for a full head of extensions and color? Maybe even if it's a thousand, eight hundred dollars. Okay, eight hundred dollars in three hours. Yes. <laughs> full like- color highlights, rooty, melty, smudgy, tony, fucking the whole thing, plus a full head of extension <laughs> in what would normally take you five to six, seven hours in three hours. At the low end, low fucking end of eight hundred dollars, like get there's yeah. there is no cap. I said this earlier in this industry, there is no ceiling with how much money you can make, how much you can contribute into somebody's life, 
giving them their time back. Do you understand? This is why I love magic so much, guys, that I gave my client something they can't buy. I give yes. them their time back because I wish somebody could do that for me. Find, like make it easier and faster for me to get my nails done. Make it easier and faster for me to do the things that I need to do, but don't compromise on the quality. And so no. Medics did that. Nikki's techniques, do that. Slice strands, get the fuck out of here. Like, I, it's a motherfucking game changer, not a mother freaking game changer. It's a motherfucking game changer uh, on what's possible. And that just goes to show like literally anything. You can do anything. You can do anything. You can. And you know what else you can do is you can teach people to do anything they want to do. You can tell people, hey, you have four hours to get your hair done. I know you have a babysitter. Let me get you out in three. So you have an hour to go to the gym or go to Target, go sit you down know, some coffee, go to Starbucks, watch a podcast. Heck, I even let them sit in my waiting area. I'm like, just be you, sis. Be That's free. Chill. Yeah. My clients love coming to my space because it's so quiet and peaceful. And if I don't have anything else going on, I'm like, dude, hang out. I'm going to go in the back. I'm going to work. Just zen out because I finished you. I had a new client yesterday. She's like, we're done already. I was like, yeah, girls. But she's like, it's 45 minutes. I booked two hours. I was like, chill. <laughs> you want coffee? Like you want some snacks? I got Funyuns. Like chill, just chill. Yeah. Listen, I got Funyuns and Takis. What are you into? Oh, also... <laughs> Create a space that they feel like that in. Make sure the smell is on point. Make sure the aesthetic is on point. For fuck's sake, sit in your own chair and look around. Oh my God. Do you know how many people don't do that? I didn't do that for years. Oh, I I do it well, now I do. But like when I was in, first getting into the sweet life, I never sat in my own chair and I was like, oh, it's fine. Until I sat in my own chair and I was like, oh my God, I am never. My mirror, the way it was positioned. <laughs> how close the chair was like all you saw were my double chins my tummy I was like this is the most unflattering freaking angle ever so I angled my mirror I pushed my seat out about two feet like but I didn't know the mirror was like right here for my clients I didn't know until I sat in my own chair so sit in your own chair look around you might not like the view and you can change it for real change it it'll also help you clean You'll look around and be like, I didn't realize that section of the baseboard needed to be touched up. Or there's a big ass hairball under the couch that I couldn't see, but my client can. Yes, because they're looking at that. And if you want luxury clientele at luxury pricing or whatever pricing is valid for you, you want a clean space that is fostering of that. Like you have to have that. And most of the time, I don't know where this is coming in, but please show up before your client. For the love of Pete, show the fuck up before. Minutes before. I mean, listen, I'll be completely honest. I forgot about a client yesterday. She was waiting in my parking lot for 30 minutes. Like, don't be that person. Don't be oh, that. Honest. Happens sometimes. Guess what you have to do? Be vulnerable and real. You have to be like, I am so, I will make it up to you. Oh yeah, 100%. And I did make it up to her. Absolutely. Gotta do. Like, yeah, honest. I was like, look, I'm human. I'm, I fucked up. But Yes, show up before your client. Be ready. I don't know. Again, well, I don't know why we're talking about this, but I don't it's know. Up. <laughs> um, for a reason. So maybe you need to hear this. Show up, be ready. You don't have to dress to the nines, but don't look like you just woke up. Take a shower. Wash your hair once a week. Dry shampoo it. Like just put yourself together. If your demographic is luxury clients, which mine is, because guess what? Luxury clients don't have me on my pricing. Luxury clients are picky, which makes me 
on top of my game. I can't half ass shit with luxury. If I'm going to charge them $500 or $600, I can't be half assing. And I like that because it keeps me on top of my shit. So that's my demographic. I'm going to show up to cater to that demographic and how I look and how my space looks and how, I mean, I'm always myself. So the fuck bombs are dropping left and right. Um, but I'm, I'm cognizant of that because they are watching. And if they have what we were talking about at the top of this episode, that experience, they're going to tell their friends and most fucking bougie people have bougie friends. So I want your bougie friends. Let me take care of them. And be able to charge the prices I want to charge without getting haggled. I like I'm at a swap meet. Well, and if you want referrals and you don't want to be like, hey, tell your friends to pull up. <laughs> tell your friends to pull up. Tell you need, pull to, up. you need to create an experience where they want to tell their friends to pull up. Not, oh, um, I go to this place that um it's it smells like um uh, uh, no, you want them to be like, dude, you have to go. Because let me tell you two things I learned in customer service classes this week. Okay. I'm giving you million dollar nuggets here. One of them was the first sentence out of their mouth is what they want you to hear. The first sentence out of their mouth. So if they sit in your chair and you're doing the consult of, so tell me what we're doing today, Sheila. And Sheila says to you, I really didn't like my hair last time, but I'm going through a divorce. And you, you say, I'm so sorry you're going through a divorce and you forgot to acknowledge that she just told you she didn't like her hair last time. You need to hear the first sentence. And second, I, I mean, it's true. Okay. The first that. sentence is exactly what they want you to hear. Well, now, if they come in and you don't treat them like they matter, you need to treat everyone like you've been waiting for them the entire day. Even if they're the witchiest witch, you say, oh my gosh. Sonia, I have been waiting for you all day. I've been so excited for your appointment all day. I, I actually to... formulated your color in the shower, sis. Shit, because that's what we do. But we do. Tell, we do. Tell them the good parts. Don't be a dick. Build a business you would want to be in. That's what you need to do. Whether it's a suite, a salon, a booth, and for Pete's sakes, quick working somewhere you're miserable. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. to you who's listening to this and you hate where you're working. Get out. Hmm get well, out it's the fear that stops you and i see you girl or dude or friend um i see you it's scary but what causes your business to be stifled is your energy and if you are miserable there is no room for anything good to come in because that energy of misery is stagnating in your fucking space so how can something good come in when you're i fucking hate i hate my salon owner i hate my sweet mates i hate my coworkers. the fucking station is this the mirror is that then get out find yeah. someone you're happy and watch your life change and then you know how you pay it forward you give that to someone else you tell a sweet mate next to you if you're not happy or go give people the permission to do what you did yeah and if you're a salon owner and you know that your person is not happy tell them if you're not here, go. You're not growing here. I had to do that once. I mean, you're not growing here. I see it. You see it. It's okay. It's okay. Go where you're going to grow. This isn't it, right? Um. So back to the whole money, right? How can we make more money? So what are, I want to talk about the extensions in a second, but what are some add-on services that you have on your menu that your clients have resonated with? And um. And that's worked for you. Because didn't you have, I'm sorry, I'm going to put your business out there for a second. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Didn't you have a week where you made $17,000? <laughs> yes. So I do that. Hey, yeah, I, listen, I, listen, hold on. $17,000. And how many working days? Yeah, you fucking stand in that, girl. How many working days? That was six. That was six working days. How many hours? Uh, Probably like 42. I was double booking. So now to be honest with you, I single book. I work five days a week. I bring in about 13 to 15,000 a week. That's still insane. It is insane. It's truly insane. Let me tell you what my add-on menu is. My add-on menu is a facial highlight coming in at 75 bucks. That is six foils. Okay. Six foils. Now that could be turned into what I'm now seeing everywhere is the Scandinavian hairline. I'm obsessed. Um, so a little add-on at the bowl, okay? 75 bucks. When I talk to my clients, I say the starting point is X. Here's what it would be like if we did this. Are you cool with that? They're like, yeah. I give them their little eye gels under their eyes. I give them a longer head massage. They're all for it, okay? I also do a scalp scrub and treatment. Keep in mind, most of my extensions, or my clients are extensions, so they want that scrub. It feels so good. Oh, Yeah feels so good. A scalp scrub and deep conditioning treatment is 65. So I have three tiers. I have 75, 65, and 55. 55 is going to be a gloss add-on. Now, you know this, I love the Meggie Moose something fierce. So everything I do has the moose in it. (laughs) And in my mind, I have just turned a permanent color into a gloss with moose and morph, man. I'm living my best life. So I do a little gloss, 55 bucks. So every day, if I have four clients, I usually have four to six. Um, I am efficient and fast AF. So I show up early. I set up my tray. I know what I'm doing. I look at my notes on Gloss Genius. Can we just give a shout out that Gloss Genius writes your notes for you? It's a fucking I've cool never used, I use uh, Vigaro, but I think it has the same feature. Maybe not. I don't know. No. Gloss Genius texts you and says, hey, boss, bet you just finished with Virginia. What'd you do? And then you write back, I did 700N with Shut Fix. Up. It's like, you got it. Just put them in. Swear. It's, I switched from Vigaro and no one told me the gloss writes your notes because I didn't write notes for years. I was the fast food queen for real. I was doing number one and number two. Uh, that's me. So gloss writes the notes for you. So I know what I'm doing. Okay. So I set it all up. I get them in and out. Extension move up two rows and color two hours. Two mother hours. What do you charge for that? Uh, four fifty in a color, five twenty-five. In two hours. Six of those I, a day. I, I hope you got. Mm, listen, guys, listen to what she's saying. Listen to what she's saying and take it all in, because this is just another hairdresser in our industry. Not anything spectacular like none of it we're all the fucking same so and she, you're in a small ass town yeah quote unquote and eighteen thousand people live here you guys it's 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 possible and i didn't mean to say that in a negative way like she's just another hairdresser but like she's but really she's like me she's like, she's all we're just real people we're just real real people. People. that's what i'm trying to say we're real people quality. i upped the customer experience so that when i got more efficient they still felt loved and I, I said this in Utah, you want to give better customer service, put your fucking phone down. Oh yeah. That was a good one. Because I am queen of being on my phone. I'm a consultant for Slice Squad. I own 
slice strands. I have rain that I'm in now. I have rain tools. That's hair extension tools. I am a mother. I am a significant other. I'm a homeowner. Okay. These are all, I don't need any of these titles. What I'm telling you is I'm busy just like you are. And it's so easy to get, put the phone down, pay attention to that client, get it done fast, chase that paper. When you're done, you have the rest of the day. You have the same 24 hours everybody else does. And Eric Thomas is one of my favorite motivational speakers. And he speaks to my heart when he says, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. That's when you will be successful. I went to New York to see him at the 1%. Oh. I'm going to send you a picture. I fell in love with him. I love him. Can, uh, we, go? Can we go again? Yeah. It's uh, Eric Thomas. He's known as E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. Um, he absolutely speaks to my soul. If you guys Google E.T., um, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, he shares the story of what how that came about. And I remember the first time I heard it, I'm not kidding here, head to toe goosebumps and tears. I'm about to cry now. I can't believe somebody else loves it. I know that Eric Thomas is amazing. You know who else I love is Billy Allsbrooks. So I'm really big into, oh, he's great too. Um, I'm really into motivational speaking. I tell you, I'm a self-care fanatic. That's all. Self-help is what I read. And it's not for everybody. But here's a, what you can heal as bad as I want to breathe, too. I want to be a healed vessel in my meat suit. Yeah. Well, I read something earlier today talking about wounded healers and how the whole, like right now, there is a, a massive amount of wounded healers, not just healers, not just people who are healing but people who were so severely wounded by our traumas who have healed from it and want to pay that forward. Like it's happening everywhere. Sorry, that was another um, another tangent, but something based on what Alyssa was just saying as far as motivational speakers and stuff, you got to understand what you consume is what makes up your mind. Not just like to consume, not with food. What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? Who are you talking to? What are the conversations that you're having? All of that changes your mind and changes your perspective so if you're not listening and it's too woo woo for you that's cool but just know that once you start feeding your mind with that shit like your whole everything the way you look at the world changes changes it does so let me tell you how slice strands was born i was an extension educator i i actually admitted this to you and to dom in utah that i paid someone to hire me as an educator i wanted it so bad and i had no direction because I don't think I must have known how to use social media right because now I could find direction, but I didn't know. So I paid this company to be an educator for them. And uh, I'm thankful for that experience. It taught me everything I don't want to do for sure. And I was teaching in my town. I was like, okay, I'm going to break the mold of we can't talk to each other. We can't be hairstylists all together because we can't. We can all love each other. And I don't care if you knew me when I was a little girl. I hope I wasn't rude again. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Okay. Let's move forward. So I was going into salons. I was teaching them how to do extensions. Um, and you want to talk about something that people say isn't real. I was going into your salon. I was teaching you for six hours and I was charging you $1,900. That's wild. That's really good money. Okay. And I was like, oh, I am capable. Wait a minute. But what I heard from these people in these salons was, I don't really even care. I don't even really want to do this. It takes too long. Man, 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 man. Okay. And I'm like, how do I make this easier for them? Because I know part of them wants to do it. Yeah. You know what I did? I did the freaking sewing for you. (laughs) 
Yeah, I did so. So if people don't know trans about slice trans yet, because it, you just launched and it's yep. just it's brand new. Talk about it. Um, because we said seven minutes a row. It's not tape. It's can you just explain it? Oh, in so it's it's a pre-sewn weft. It is a hidden bead method. Um, shout out to Invisible Bead. I tried really hard not to say Invisible Bead because she worked hard for what she has, and it's beautiful. So hidden bead, meaning the bead does not show. Um, it is a hidden bead method that is pre-sewn for you, pre-sectioned, so it's got loopers on it. You pull the loop um, and boop, boop, boop. I call it the push-pull. It is put in within minutes. You section it out clean. You assess the scalp. You do a beautiful consultation. I teach you all of that. And then you install this row with no pain, with complete versatility to wear your hair up, with customization, with solution-driven, that's my new words, solution-driven, time-saving techniques and results that's what slice strands is you do have to be certified to have access to it because it could be used wrong and i'm not causing harm i'm causing growth so you want to be certified at slicestrands.com you can hit me up on instagram at not your average mafia girl i'm a real person and i will do my best to talk to you and be your cheerleader no matter what i'm that's not cool. here it's just who i am and i love it i'm so thankful to have everybody in my world so Get on there. If you're curious, look at it. I don't, I mean, you can see me if you're on YouTube, but if you're on a podcast, you can listen. Go follow my Instagram, pick up what you can, take what resonates with you. There is a lot there, and there's a lot for everybody um, on your Instagram because you do operate from that state of authenticity. You are a giver. You, I mean, even just the idea of slice trans, the idea of being more efficient with extensions, like while that's beneficial for you, what that's going to do for us as an industry. I mean, it's same thing Magic said. It's the same thing Nikki's doing. Same thing. I'm it's it's how can we help elevate this industry? And right now, consumer demand is quality, luxury, but I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to oh. sit for 6 hours. I don't want to. And you give people back the gift. If you ask people what they want more than anything, they're going to say time at home, time with their family, time to travel. You know how I can give you that? I can teach you to do extensions in minutes. I can teach you to give that gift to your clients. I can teach you that. So what if you have bad vision or shaky hands? Yes. All the things. This is a solution for you to be able to offer extensions to increase your pricing by offering a service not raising your prices by saying hey you got to see these slice strands you guys i handpicked these colors i hand there's 21 colors right now and only growing since i or since i built the coloring i'm now adding more colors um and if you are in this industry and you want a color named after you, I got you. I'd be happy to do that. Let's put you on the swatch. Like, why do we not all have, there's Nikki Wildflower. There's not your average mafia girl. There's Donatella. There's Gambino. There's, there's gotta be a combed. We need that chartreuse color. You know what I mean? Like we've got to customize and grow together. I'm not here to do this alone. For, I would be, I wouldn't be where I am without these women in my life. I've, I've been able to work with Nikki Wildflower who's an incredible human i'm here with the Roz. are you kidding me when i knew i was going to stay in a house with the Roz, i it took me two weeks to email her and be like so i'm going to be at the same house as you <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> it's true it's freaking true oh and then surprise so same thing i was like did we just become best friends like isn't it wild when you meet people? yeah that's a whole nother that's a whole so nother. wild so 
don't be a stranger. If you're curious about something, reach out. Come see what Slice Strands is. If you're interested in growing your extension business, but you like ain't nobody got time for that about them, let me help you. You guys, that's, and, and I don't I don't think I've told you this. I don't do extensions because the only ones that I do do are tape, which I don't hate them. I don't mind them, but it's even that is time consuming. It's like, it's not, but where I live, where I work, the demographic, you guys, I'm in Newport Beach, California. I don't know if you guys know anything about Newport Beach, California, kind of similar to Laguna Beach. Like that is the demographic that I'm working with. Every fucking one of these bitches has extensions, right? They have them. I just don't market to them because I don't do them. So when Alyssa told me about slice strands in Utah and she showed me a little bit about what it was and she's like seven minutes a row, I was like, I'm sold. Because the idea of some people do extension takes three hours. The keratip ones, like both that I can't. Three, I used to do that. Three, four hours. I can't. So I don't market extensions. And guess what the fuck? I'm going to start marketing because I want to make $17,000 in a week like that. What? Absolutely. Yes. Well, because we got to go to Eric Thomas. So we can't be working. (laughs) I got to come to Colorado. You got to come to Cal. There's a lot of things that we need to do. Go to the Smoky Mountains. Yes. I need time to do that. And I need money to afford it. So I need to figure out ways to do what I want to do in less time. And now there's an extent, like we did it with hair color. We did it with techniques. We've done it with social media, automating social media. We've done it with automations and AI. And now it's coming into the extension world. And I am fucking geeking out. I told you, the second you told me, I'm like, this is a million dollar idea. So I like, how can I be a part of this? Because, so I got my box yesterday. I cannot wait to dive in and practice it on a mannequin. Because if this shit, if I can do it. You can. Well, and I sent you, I sent everybody uh, who gets to be an influencer. There's only five of you right now that I sent you the color that is customizable. It is the one that you're like, what the hell do I do with this? But it's base. It's true. I did pull it out and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, but guess what's going to happen when you put magics on those roots? Well, it's going to be fine. Fine. And then we put Ruby on the ends. Is it one row or two rows that you sent me? That's one row. That is one. So they they come in width. So there's a seven inch and there's a 10 inch. I sent you one 10 inch so you could mess with it. I sent you the customizable color so that you could, I was thinking root it dark. But when you put, I love me some Meji, but when I put a level four or three on an extension using Meji, it's green. It's green. Hence why I joined combed education. Okay. Don't be coming at me for that. I'm working on it. Um, mm-hmm. Araz's brain blows my mind. And when I taught in Utah, can we just say I went after her and I wanted to die? I was like, what? You put me after like the genius? I can't. I'm yeah, we finished with you. We saved the best for last, girl. <laughs> so the best for last. I created this canvas, that color, so that people could customize it. And for the mere fact of when you guys opened it, you were like, what the hell? I literally was. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna practice on a doll head. Like I'm not putting it in my hair. But then die. Can I do it on myself? Mm, Yeah. Yes. If you are certified in it, fuck yeah, you can do it on yourself. I do my own. I'm a control freak. You know. Oh my gosh. So if you guys are listening, um, I know we went off on so many tangents, but listen. Okay. No, it's not even that because here, I'm going to be honest. I work alone. Okay, I have my own little private 500 square foot VIP little studio and I get my fix when I teach, but I miss the salon banter. I miss the hair talk. 
I miss it. So maybe if you're listening and you're in a suite all by yourself, like you're going to love this shit because it's like we're all just hanging out talking. Um, So we did go off on a lot of tangents, but here's the nuggets that I want you guys to take away. Number one, you can absolutely increase your revenue without having to have that awkward conversation of raising your prices. Now, if you can have the conversation of raising your prices, do so. But I see you, the one who's like, ah, I'm scared. <clears throat> you can still make more money and increase your revenue. Slice down your timing in the services that you offer. Okay. Use a color line that processes faster. Do extensions that can be done quicker. And most importantly, add-ons. Like I have no add-ons on my menu to be fully transparent. I do hair three days a week and I'm slicing it down to two days. Eventually it's going to go to one because my passion is transforming into education, but I will never give up my behind the chair business. So how can I now take three days of income and combine it into one? I think I can with slice strands, with add-ons. Like I was sitting for a year, like, how am I going to do this? How can I supplement two full days or three days of work into one? And now I see I see. So the add-ons, the efficiency, um, and then get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Stay open-minded. Stay curious. Anything is possible. What Alyssa's saying, 17,000, 15,000, 25,000. Like these are all things that are possible for you. You just got to fucking want it. You got to put it in your brain. I got to say this. I got, I just got this idea. So everything I do has a fun name. Okay. So I forgot to tell you this because I went on a tangent. So sorry to interrupt, but it just has to come out before we wrap this up. If you're listening to us and you haven't gathered that we give everything a name. Okay. So like rain, my add-ons are like, make it rain. Let's talk about rain, purple rain. Cause I freaking love me some prints. I'm going to make it to that themed hotel. So here's the deal. There too. Pur- yes. Can we please purple? I do have a purple rain add on. I change that sucker every month. I write it down under my scissor case handwritten. This is not million dollar investments. This is, let me tell you what my offerings are this month. Girl, shit, let's do this. And they're like, oh my God, I want like, who didn't want rose gold hair? Do the rose gold toner. Make that an add-on. Cowboy copper, if you're into that. Copper add-ons. 10 minute express Meggie Moose. That's a whole nother one on its own. Create cute games that resonate with you. And remember when you're creating an add-on menu, you are talking to you. Stay woke in that. You're talking to you. Sell to you. I don't even know what to say about that. It's so true. Like we all talk about our target demographic, our target market. How do I find my unicorn client? It's you. You're the unicorn. You're the unicorn. Typically, it's you. What do you want to experience? Like I don't want to be in a salon for five hours if I don't have to. I hate getting my nails done for two and a half hours. Like I like fast. I like efficiency. I like quality. I like luxury. So my target demographic is me. And it's so much easier to market to me than a fucking stranger that I made up this avatar unicorn. Like even for combed education, how I position combed education was for me before I knew. Okay, wait, but how many of you listening to this are a version of a Ross? Like I bet bet you, you are because you're here for a fucking reason. And she's speaking to her by speaking to you. Like- Wait, did that just blow up in your mind? So you're telling me that 70% of why your clients sit in your chair isn't because they're part of you? They are. 30% is skill. That's it. So that's a a legitimate statistic, by the way. That's like a statistic girl. Statistic girl. And 
we're we're just wild. I'm losing my shit. I have so much excitement to be here. I can't even tell you. And I've been fidgeting because, you know, I am who I am. And we're creative beings. Put that creativity into your add-ons. Add the experience and watch your revenue grow. Because when I made 17000 I really didn't increase my prices. I quit emotionally discounting. I added things that I needed to do. I put myself in the slice squad because I need, I literally had my call with, with Becca, the Don who was like, do you want this for you or a team? And I was like, fuck my team. I need this for myself. Like, I don't even, I hate my job and I never wanted this. Please help me. And I sit where when (laughs) I don't want to tell you, you're going to die laughing. April, April. And I only had enough in my savings to make the deposit, you guys. I knew that if I got anything out of it was to look at Nikki on Zoom, I would be fine. That was my expectation. Alyssa, that's why you're tripping. Your whole fucking life changed in six months. Yeah. Yep. And the universe did it when my son was old enough to be present with me in this and to do his life too. Like, I don't care what dark depth you're in. The light is there. You just have to use your platform to find your purpose. Look, it just made a full circle. And you create an add-on menu that is specifically speaking to your purpose. Wow. I'm still tripping that it's only been seven months, six or seven months for you. And I'm a business partner with Nikki Wildflower. And I sit here with you, like, and I'm part of the balanced stylist society. And I get to be with these incredible women. And I learned that I'm not the only one that goes to the events and hates casseroles and frozen vegetables. Cause you do too. It's not my jam, but I mean, I mean I'm just, I, I, have, I don't have to hide who I am when I am where I belong. There's oh, oh, I don't have to hide who I am when I am where I belong. true i've been crying too much this fucking season (laughs) though you haven't cry because it's beautiful i remember when we did breath work and we were like why aren't we crying (laughs) and then we decided it was because we had deeper wounds and we were like just kidding we don't want to do that oh they're deep they're deep but the the tears are coming and i'm i'm here for it um i although I have back pain and I thought it was because I needed to cry. And the physical therapist said that's not it. <laughs> no. No, maybe because you've been doing hair for 17 years and your shit's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Do you think it's because I need to cry? <laughs> I mean, it would probably help. Um, you guys, if you're, for, for those of you that are still listening, um, obviously we're having the time of our lives. I legitimately feel like Alyssa's my sister. And it's funny, I was thinking about this yesterday to go off on another tangent before I close this out. Um. I've shared this so many times and I don't, I, I don't care that if you've heard it a million times, I lost my mom when I was eight. Okay. And for the longest time I was so poor me. I don't have a mom. I never get a mom. I didn't have a mom growing up. I didn't have a mom when I was getting married. I didn't have my mom. And then one day I had this perspective shift. When I started in my career, my mentor told me that I need to get great coverage clients, that it's my bread and butter. And typically I was 17, 18, 19, 20. My great coverage clients were 40, 45, 50. I had a perspective shift of 
I don't have a mom. I have hundreds of moms. All my clients are moms and they act like moms to me and they give me the advice of what moms would give. So I always had that like ache for a mom. Okay. I always knew that. I never knew. And I said this at some point earlier, I never knew that I wanted sisterhood. I knew I wanted mom because I, I had it and I lost it. I never knew that I wanted sisterhood until I've met some incredible women. And I'm just like, I didn't even know I needed this. I didn't even know my soul. Like it, I have one brother, that's it. I didn't know my soul needed this. And so what I'm, what I'm going to close out with is that I hope for whoever is listening, I know we went off on all kinds of shit. I hope you took what works for you and resonated, leave what doesn't. But my hope is that this place of just so happy, so grateful, so thankful, so humble, so grounded, so free, I hope you can experience that. That's really, I think, I think that's the theme of this season's podcast. And I'm going to bring science and chemistry into it because that's part of who I am. But it's more of that, that freedom that comes from releasing, from connecting. Um, I want that for you because I, while there's a lot of my life falling apart, I've never felt so full. And it's the weirdest thing to say because it doesn't make sense. It's a polar duality, but everything is falling apart. But I am so like humbly grateful. And I want that for you. I want you to be able to make as much money as you possibly humanly can while you still can have time to enjoy it. I want you to be happy. I want you to be successful. I want you to connect in this industry. And it's all possible. It's all possible. And I hope that so far this season has given you little nuggets for that to happen. So this week, uh, you know, we're talking about making more money, increase your revenue, no raise your prices. Hopefully you got more than that from this episode. Um, I don't know, Alyssa, anything you want to close out with? I want to say this. We love you and we hope that we're part of your people, but you go find your people. That That's what you do. And if they're in your chair, you create a space that they love and an add-on menu they love and it all ties together. So pick up what you can, leave what you don't, and don't give up on your micro changes that you're making every moment of every day. Those micro changes. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you for even listening to this. Seriously. Listen, there's over 40,000 downloads on my podcast. Like, and that may not be a lot to some of you. That's like, a ton. I mean, for me, if I was in a room with all 40,000 people who die, I would have been like, I can't, it's too much for me, right? Um, but for everybody who listens, for everybody who follows, for everybody who comments and likes and DMs, and for, I bet you too, like the gratitude, you guys don't understand. Like, it's, it's so big. It's so big to me when, and I, I try to respond to everybody as best as I can, but like when you listen, when you download, when you subscribe, when you follow, that is all validation for me. You validate me in my purpose. You're validating my purpose when you do all of that. And that is one of the best feelings in the world. And I will never let that go. Like, so I appreciate all of my comies all of my homies on Instagram, everybody who's in this industry. Who's yeah. If you are well, like, me, that's awesome. Edgy, Medgy, what do we call them? The Medgies. Medgy edgy. Yeah. If you're a magic's educator, we just came up with a name for you. You're a Medgy edgy. Um, 
But Alyssa, I absolutely adore you. I can't believe I've only known you for a month. That to me is. Yeah, not... I was like 300 years. What are you saying a month? I mean, it's been <laughs> eons, but in it's only been a month that I've met you. And I'm like, you're one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. And I don't say that lightly. You're one of the best people I've ever met in my life. And thank you for showing me what it's like to have a sister. I never knew. I did always want one. And I used to be like, I've never had one. And now I'm like, yeah, I have a sister. you don't know her. She's from out of town. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm all the way in California. <laughs> um, But I absolutely adore you. I'm so happy that the universe conspired for us to be in the same house. I don't know how Sarai did that. Um, But I love you. I appreciate you. I'm so excited. First of all, I'm so proud of you. I didn't know you in April. I did not know you in April. I know you now. And just hearing you and your story, I know what you've done. And I'm so proud of you. Um, And more than anything, I am stupid excited about Slice Trans. I'm going to do my box. I'm going to open it. I'm going to do the certification. Uh, And I want to be like, Alyssa, when I grow up, I want to make $17,000 a week. That's what I want. You got to be the Slice Squad, Slice Strand, Comb Education, Meggie Madness. Fucking I'm everything. I'm all yeah, of the time. you are. I know you are. You're there. And get okay. the magic smooth. <laughs> yes, get the magic smooth. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Love you. Nice. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Ah. Um, to everybody who's listening, thank you so much. Until next time, happy hair coloring.